Well, welcome to another episode of Breakaway from the Rat Race. And today I have the pleasure of speaking with Mario Sandoval. And Mario was, was born in Guatemala City. Uh, he migrated in the U.S. when he was only six years old with his mother, his grandmother, and his sister. And uh, I mean, they struggled for many years, as you can imagine, as new immigrants in the United States. But Mario's mother purchased her first home about 35 years ago. And then she lived in that home for two years, sold, uh, rented out, and then bought another house that she lived in. And she continued this process until today. And now she has a portfolio of what, 37, 35 properties. And it's just, uh, it's just amazing, inspiration, inspiring stories. Uh, sorry about that. And, uh, you know, Mario, welcome to the show. Thank you. Appreciate it. I'm glad to be here. Well, this is, this is amazing. I mean, uh, often, you know, people are always looking for the quick success. Oh, I want to do this. And then all of a sudden, I'm a, I'm a millionaire and then I'm good. Uh, or I take this pill and now I'm fit. Uh, so this is really to show that, um, do you, um, you know, that basically it takes time sometimes to be successful and then to just uh, let the process go through uh you know just have the process go through go through and then eventually you're going to get there you just be consistent and disciplined yes absolutely that's the uh you know i got i throughout my life journey I, I i've learned from my mother's inspiration of um you know uh working hard dreaming big um but recently i've i've realized that you know it's really not that hard um, if we look within ourselves, a lot of the answers are there. It's just what, what happens most of the time is that we let logic and other people talk us out of our, our ideas, talk us out of um, the things we want to do. As mm -hmm. kids, we, we dream big. And then society pushes us down and suppresses us and says, no, you can't do this. That's not logical. Uh, so it's been a, a great journey. And I'm glad to be having be able to have this knowledge and this experience to be able to share to the world yeah yeah i think you have an amazing amazing background amazing experience and you're a great entrepreneur you've done a lot of different very unique things and we're going to talk about some of those unique things that you projects that you're working on right now uh, but before we get there i mean there's a path there's a you had to you know work in, that tell me what it's like you know to be with a mother that you know kind of built her real estate empire like one block at a time one one house at a time very unstable <laughs> <laughs> i mean i went to so many different schools i went to uh -huh. so many different neighborhoods um you know and it was uh, a very unstable environment i can say that you know there's pros and cons to that um uh, the you know obviously the the con is the instability um, but the, I think the pro that I've gotten from it is that I don't settle for just the status quo. I can't, I don't want to just be home. I'm in Colombia right now. Mm -hmm. I'll be in Spain next week. I love to travel. I love to move around. And I think that that was something that I learned from moving around so much. Um, and, uh, it was, you know, it was difficult adjusting to schools, making new friends, um you know leaving old friends behind um but um you know there's there's a pro and a you know con to everything it, it you know um 
it gave me the ability to start over, to remake myself. If uh, there was something I didn't like about myself or, you know, with friends that I was around, well, there's always next year and I can start over. <laughs> so what felt, so did your mother have, have this vision? Like how did she even want to get started in real estate? Is this, uh, like, did she have a mentor? Did she have like somebody that said, no, this is, how did she come up with the idea that this is what she's going to do? She's going to live there two years, rent it out, buy another one and keep, keep going. You know, you know, she, it, it's funny because she's actually the one who came up with the idea and her friends and her, her surroundings were people that actually followed her. They, she created this kind of intuition in herself and said, you know what, if I live in this house, I get a mortgage, I, you know, live there for a year or two. And then I rent this house out with the same loan, right? Yeah. That I have, I get another house because you get a loan. If it's a property that is higher value and it's going to be your primary residency, you're able to get another loan. Yeah. So, and again, this is prior to 2008. So a lot of laws and things changed in 2008, but she was able to do this and continue. And then she would just pay them off as she's renting them out. She would pay them off. So, I mean, every house she has right now is paid off. Um, so, you know, wow. uh, 37 properties, average rent of $1,500 per house. It's a pretty good retirement plan. Yeah, it's pretty good. Very good. And she's 73 years old now. And, yeah, she's uh, 73 you know, and she, she loves to work and she loves, those are her projects. She loves to go and you know, uh, she gets her workers and she, she loves getting, get her hands dirty. I mean, she still does yeah. it. She walks around with her tool belt, you know, and yeah. uh, it's very inspiring. It's very inspiring. <laughs> yeah. 73. Imagine. She's, oh like my four, God. she's probably like four ten, and she's, oh my God. she will get out there. Boy, she is tough. So <laughs> that's hilarious. That's hilarious. But clearly like she had, I mean, for somebody to do this consistently for 35 years. And so, I mean, you know, you have to have a strong vision. You have to be very disciplined. But I think a lot of people that are listening to the show, I mean, you would be able to, you can do that. You just have to stick to your vision. You yeah, build it like one block at a time, one house at a time. And eventually you're going to get there. But the, what, what happens is that a lot of people get distracted. They say, oh, I can get better returns here. Oh, I should go in the stock market. I should go and do Bitcoin. I should, you know, and then this is yeah. where things kind of get scattered that's, around. That's the noise that I've realized throughout my entire life that we have a lot of noise. Uh, yeah. When I say noise, it's society, news, mm -hmm. media, friends, family telling us what they think the answer is. Guess what? They don't know. Yeah, they don't know. Warren Buffett doesn't know. Yeah, um, you know, uh, Elon Musk doesn't know. Um, so whenever we follow others, their formula is very different. They're on, on our own. Give you an example. My uh, really good friend renovates properties, and he'll he'll turn a twenty five percent return easy, renovating, selling it, done. Me, oh, I I'm lucky to break even. Because my formula is different than his. Yeah, yeah. He goes and he micromanages everyone. Sec, you know, double. He he goes and does the extra mile to make sure that they're getting the best deal. I'm not. I'm one who's going to trust that that is the best deal. So mm -hmm. I'm not going to pick up the phone and call a vendor and say, "Hey, is this the best deal?" Or start looking for more. 
Um, I'm not going to do that. That's not me. But most of us think that if I renovate properties and this person is making 25%, then I can do the same. They are flat out wrong mm -hmm. because they're for, they are not them. They're not that other person. Yeah. So that's what I found that the answer really is doing what you love to do. That's inside of your intuition, listening yeah. to that, because if you do that, nobody can do it better than you. There is yeah. no competition, right? Yeah. Um, give you an example, Michael Jordan, he never, ever would do drills ever. Mm -hmm. Coaches would tell him, you got to do drills. He's like, no, I'm not. I'm not going to do drills because I'm, I have to play the game. That's the way I practice is to play the game. So he was a rebel to his own intuition. And he said, this is how I am next to perfection. This yeah. is how I know that I'm going to make that shot mm -hmm. is to play the game, not to do drills. Maybe it works for other people, but for me, it doesn't. It's going yeah. to, it's going to actually make me like everyone else. I don't want to be like everyone else. So he would only play the game and he had to prove that guess what? He doesn't need to do drills because he's extremely good at what he does. All of us, I feel that we all have that same intuition and purpose. We just don't listen to it. We listen to everyone else. If Michael Jordan would have listened to his coaches and, this, and he would have done the drills, he probably would have never been as good as he was, right? And that's the same with everyone else. Right. I mean, we look at the greatest Elon Musk. We look at Steve Jobs. We look at these, these are rebels who rebelled against the status quo. And if we all do that, then we're going to be the best at whatever it is. And nobody can compete because nobody can follow your formula. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the problem is that a lot of people are kind of following, you know, people on YouTube and stuff and following them kind of blindly. And I mean, it's good to listen to different, different people, different uh, experts and all of that. But in the end, you have to find your own path. Yes. You say, this is what I want to do and stuff like that. And say, well, this guy did something similar. And then what can I gain from that knowledge, from what he experienced and stuff like that? Does that apply to me and stuff like that? And then kind of like help you uh tweak your formula or tweak your business or stuff like that I'll give you some ideas but in the end it has to be you can't just copy what somebody else is doing it's got to be your own formula it has yeah. to be your own formula and you have to tweak it yourself and you have to follow your own path you know uh, and I mean, I this find is something it, that's I, important yes i find it exhausting with so much information that's out there yeah. that you know everybody has an opinion every every media will tell you what they're what the right thing is and what they believe it is. And the next day they change. Mm -hmm. I mean, you listen to financial news. Yeah. They'll tell you one thing today and the next day, guess what? That is completely irrelevant what I said yesterday. Yeah. So it's a lot of, I think it's stressful. I think it's, it, 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 we can only do 100%. But if 99% of it is filled with noise and media and other people's opinions, and other, then that means we're only giving ourselves 1%, mm -hmm. which is why most people are stuck in this rat race which is why most people are unhappy with their jobs, uh, their invest, whatever it is. So what I've learned throughout my journey in life is get rid of that 99% of noise and replace it with, let's say, 85% of your own intuition, your own guidance, and only take with, you know, a, with a grain of salt, other people's opinions, other people's things, what is going on in the world, whatever it may be. 
but only take it with a grain of salt. Most of us don't do that. Most of us listen to everybody else. They have their opinions and it's not their opinions. It could be politics. And I'm like, and I, first thing I say was what news station did you hear that from? Because it's not coming from you. <laughs> <laughs> and I think a lot of it has to do with the, the, I think the mindset. I mean, when you work nine to five, I mean, you do some kind of, some level of problem solving, but it's, it's very different. I mean, you're solving somebody else's problem and it's pretty comfortable. It's, uh, but when you're an entrepreneur and you're on the other side, I mean, you are solving problems for, you know, your survival sometime, for your growth, for scaling up and stuff like that. And it's you. It's all about you. And then you're going to be at the end of that, you know, uh, of the result of that, if you, whether you like it or not. And I think this is something that's very, this is where I think the big mindset is. People are trying to when you work from at uh, at a job, then it's easy to say, "Oh yeah, can you? How did you solve this problem? How do you do this and stuff like that?" And then you can potentially ask a coworker how they solve the problem. When you're an entrepreneur, you're working on your business and you have some some special things. It's hard, <clears throat> special product or special projects that you're working on. It's harder to ask other people to do that, and then people are looking to like YouTube and all that kind of stuff, say, oh, solve my problem, solve my problem. Right. And right. You, can't, you can't have that. I mean, you have to solve your own problem and spend the time doing that. It's okay to listen how, to see how other people have solved problems and maybe you can glean something from that. But in the end, you're going to have to sit down and, and solve the problem. It is um, that mindset. And that's one of the things that, you know, bringing up one of my favorite books is Do the Impossible by Jason Dries, yeah. where it is, that's exactly what it is, is changing your mindset, mm. looking inside yourself into your intuition. And that's where all the answers really are. They're not in, in, in the, on the news. They're not in uh, social media. The answers are inside of each and every one of us. And when you change your mindset to follow your gut, your intuition, you are pretty dead, you know, it's, it's like a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Right. Um, and, uh, I've, I've learned that. So I've done it the hard way. I've grinded 17 years in corporate. Then I've, you know, did, um, uh, did my own businesses, you know, did the traditional way. Um, and the first time I actually listened to my intuition, I went from making 80,000 a year to 15 million a year. And it was my own intuition. It was my own idea. It was my innovation. I had to change the game. Mm -hmm. I have a master's in, uh, I have an MBA with a concentration in finance. Mm -hmm. And I can tell you that I did not learn anything. <laughs> when I went from $80,000 to eight, you know, 15 million a year, it did not come from my MBA. Yeah, exactly. It came from within me. Mm -hmm. I had a purpose. I had excitement. I had, and I became the best at what I did. And I, and I loved it. And that's what I'm focusing. All of my projects that I'm working on now have that formula and it's listening to my intuition, not my experience, not my, you know, education, which is, it's, it's very, it's very valid, but you can only take it with a grain of salt because otherwise your MBA, for example, is following everybody else's MBA. Exactly. It's so it's going to give you the same results as everybody else. The yeah. same failures and possibly not the same successes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, an MBA is, is really, 
if you want to be a manager at a full-time job, this is what the MBA is for. So that's, exactly. it's not to be an entrepreneur. Exactly. Um, that's for sure. Uh, but I mean, I'm going to go back just a little bit to your mother because she had that vision. She had to sit down and think really about, hey, this is, there was no YouTube then. No. Uh, she had and to she, think she, about, she, yeah. She barely speaks English to this yeah. day. Yeah. So exactly. she didn't know the language yeah. back yeah. then. You know, but the funny, yeah. But the funny thing is that I, even after you've seen, I, obviously you had, it was very hard for you because of changing school and stuff like that. And you've seen some stuff, but uh, even after all this, when it's uh, when you were kind of like a, a more an, an adult, you said basically, oh, I, I had no way I'm not interested in real estate. I'm just right. going to go and go into university and study taxation and accounting and then did that. And then eventually you did your MBA. So what did you do after that? Like when, once you graduated and what did you do after that when you became an entrepreneur, like to, to get to that $15 million? So how did that get started? Well, you know, I, 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 you know, I grinded, I, you know, I, I worked as a W2 employee for 17 years. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it was, it was great. I got to travel over the world, great experience, but it wasn't me. It wasn't my intuition, um, but I learned a business um, it was the um, uh, workforce housing okay. uh, business, right? Which was to house and uh, feed oil field workers um, pretty much all over the country, all over the world, uh, because that's the industry I was in. Yeah. Um, so I learned the business and I wasn't happy with it. I, I thought that, you know, these employees are, are living in prisons. You know, this mm -hmm. is the boom, oil boom of 2012. Mm -hmm. um, and so I learned the business and I said, you know what? I can do it better and I can do it cheaper. But I had to start with a white canvas. I had to start from scratch. So when I went to suppliers and I said, hey, can you build instead of this prison, uh, give you an example, it's the prison for $350 a night. Uh, it includes uh, food and in a bed. Um, I'm like, uh, can you create a palace for half the price? Well, what do they say? Well, no, it's not, imp it's, it's impossible. Well, it's impossible with their corporate structure, right? It's impossible if you look at, okay, if you look at current financials and you say, well, if I were to cut prices in half and spend all this other money on building it, the financials don't, yeah. you know, don't work. But what if it's just me and five other guys that don't have a corporate structure? So we did it. Yeah, we did it, and we built palaces for half the price at one seventy five, mm -hmm. and I just myself alone was generating fifteen million a year. Wow. My other partners were making about ten million a year mm -hmm. because we started with a white canvas and a vision. Yeah, if we follow the corporate structure of other people, of course it's impossible. Mm -hmm. So that is what took me into a whole nother level. Yeah, and. When oil crashed, we sold the company, and then I started being an entrepreneur and started doing what other people think was the right thing to do and was the most profitable. And guess what? My financials were flat mm -hmm. wow. because I was doing what other people said yeah. would be the good thing. And I'm thinking yeah. I have capital. I have, you know, so I own bars, I own restaurants, I own a lending company, I own a, a, a gym. I even forget what I own, <laughs> but all of that wasn't me, wasn't my intuition. Yeah. So the financials, yeah, I made a little bit of money here and there, but it just didn't excite me. Yeah. 
Now I'm going back to following that same formula and saying, hey, I made stupid money doing what I love doing and changing an industry where mm -hmm. I changed an industry. And it was so inspiring and so exciting to be able to, I disrupted an industry because guess what the competition had to do? They had to yeah. conform or go bankrupt. Yeah. There was no other choice. Yeah. So I changed an industry and that's what I'm doing now. I'm looking to change the real estate industry by creating blocks of material to build homes out of recycled material. Inflation mm -hmm. does not affect garbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to innovate. You have to start from scratch. Yeah. If I go and say, I'm going to build homes the traditional way, uh, it, inflation, I mean, it, it, my budget could be double by the mm -hmm. time that I'm actually done. Yeah. So but right. This, so right now you are you are in Colombia. You're looking yes, at I'm the recycling facility in there. And that recycling facility would basically, I mean, this is a project that you're working on, would basically build uh, or create like building blocks that right. could be used in, in constructions for yes. residential constructions, right? And many other things. And, and, and not just construction, but many, many other things. Okay. Um, so that's one, one project. I'm working on another project here of building a software for retired people that can travel the world. Uh, mm -hmm. Retired nomads, if you mm -hmm. will. But retiring um, and planning and traveling is, a, is, is extremely difficult to plan and to budget. Yeah. So what I'm building with my team here in Colombia is a software that is going to bridge the planning. And we're going to use machine learning and artificial intelligence to study you using social media, reviews, everything you've ever done, and give you a plan on your budget so you can see the world, to give you life, give you hope. And you can see the beauty of this world um, yeah. versus going to your traditional retirement home and rotting away watching TV. So yeah, I think I, there's a there's the component of the AI. I think would be kind of interesting because we're we're wondering kind of like, hey, where do I want to travel next? And you just, you know, if I haven't seen everywhere, I don't know, but it'd be nice to have an AI and just like look at all my pictures, look at all the things that yes. I enjoy doing, and yes. then I say, oh, you know what, you might like. Finland, you might yes. like uh, this. So, oh, that was so, not so on my radar thing, at all. Right. So the first part of the software is we're gonna we're gonna ask you some questions. We're going to look at your social media, and then we're gonna give you something that we've learned about you through these questions of places you may like. Yeah. And then you can customize them the way you feel. You can change yeah. it just like an Uber. Mm -hmm. Imagine when you go from point A to point B, you can change your direction, you can change your mind, yeah. you can change your driver, you can have a, a Uber XL, you can have a black. It's the same form at the same format with mm -hmm. ease, how easy it is now, right? Yeah. We're going to do that for traveling so that mm -hmm. people have an option for the same price of what you're going to retire. Whether you're going to live with your parents, whether you're going to go to a retirement home, we're going to give you an option to see the world. Mm -hmm. Me, that's going to disrupt the retirement industry because people are going to be like, well, I want to see the world. And if mm -hmm. we can do it at your budget, that's that's the key. We're going to rent out your home. We're going to sell it. We're going to help you, you know, lease out your car or Uber it, partner up with Ubering it. We're going to bring you additional income as well. But mm -hmm. what we're selling is an experience, mm -hmm. a lifestyle for you to be able to see what I've been able to do my entire life is travel yeah. in the world. Yeah, yeah. 
So this is a lot of people are asking me, so oh, what, what do you do when you're financially free? I don't want to retire and stuff like that. And this is like, this is not about retirement. Financial freedom is just the first level. So yes. After that, you get to work on things that are that you're passionate about, that you yep. you want to change the world, you want to affect an industry like you're doing. Yep. And uh, I mean, this is kind of like, the, I'm glad that you, you're sharing some of those uh, those projects with us because... Yeah, financial freedom doesn't mean you're retiring now. You play golf and you're bored. Right. It means this is the, another beginning, and uh, so that's hopefully that's going to inspire people to, to yeah, achieve I'm financial freedom. So they can do yeah, that. I'm 47, yeah. and I'm financially free. I've been financially mm. free since I was 35. Mm. I made my first million at 35. Mm -hmm. So I'm financially free, but nowhere near ready to sit back and do nothing. That's yeah, not exactly. Well, just put a bullet in my head if the, exactly. that day, right i'm i'm my projects things that i'm working on are to change the world mm -hmm. and everything that i'm seeing is out of a selfless out of i'm not thinking the traditional way of business is you think money mm -hmm. money 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 how am i going to make this money what are my profit margins that's what i learned in business school yeah money comes first mm -hmm. i'm doing the complete opposite Mm -hmm. I'm saying, what is my purpose? How can I change this world? What can I do to bring happiness, life? It's not charities. Yeah. It's not, it's not, it's, it's how can I change things and make them and innovate and make them easier, faster, quicker, mm -hmm. and make people happy in every industry? How can I, how can I build a home that's sustainable, that comes from recycled material, that was built with love, not suppressed labor? How can I do that at half the price of a traditional home? Mm -hmm. I'm not going to build these homes, custom homes, yeah. and sell them for you know a thirty percent you know profit or, or whatever in price increase of a regular home. No, I'm going to do it cheaper. Mm -hmm. And when you do that, and you think of you know what, I'm going to make five percent profit, but you multiply that by millions, mm -hmm. that is a game changer. Yeah. That's what I did to the work, workforce housing. Yeah. My profit margin was was so little because I was trying to change. I was trying to change people's lives, mm -hmm. but it was so little. But then I took everybody's competition. There was no competition. Yeah. I literally yeah, yeah. all the market share. Yeah. So when you multiply five percent by millions and millions and millions, it's a lot. Yeah, yeah. it is. <laughs> so yeah, I'm following absolutely. that same. I'm following that same, and I want your listeners to challenge themselves to say, "Hey, let me stop listening to people and let me start looking at within myself." What can I do to change this world? And I promise you, if you don't think about money, money will just come because I'm a testament of it. It will just come, you know? So yeah. it, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, and, yeah. and I have reached financial freedom where I can do this. And it's exciting. It's so exciting to be able to change the world and, and go at it selflessly, you know? And, yeah. and it gives me that ability. Yeah, exactly. And uh, so Retired Nomad, is, is you have a website on that yet? We're they actually working up? on that. Yes, okay, we're okay. working on it. We're, we're going to, we're, we're working on it. I got my team. We uh, met last night and uh, it's, I'm so excited. It's beautiful. Mm -hmm. uh, okay. it, uh, it's very, um, you know, right now we're doing a prototype so mm -hmm. that we can test it out, go to investors. And um, I know it's going to be a great success. Um, it, you know, there's so much information on the internet. You know, so much information on the internet yeah. that it takes so much time to just plan a one week trip, you yeah. know, 
we're going to make it where it's just instant. There's based on you, based on your information, are you vaccinated? Are you a US citizen? Are you whatever information you give you give us, we're going to tell you everything you can do. The internet tells you everything you can do, can't do, and everything about everyone else. Yeah. So you have to dig through it. Pages. Yeah. Oh, pages, yeah. Absolutely. Pages to We're get drowning to in information. You drown in information. So my software is going to say, this is for you, specifically for you. Yes, you can go here, and this is the form you need to complete it. This is how yeah. long your visa will allow you to stay. This is based on your budget. This is where you can stay. And based on your likings, you're going to love this place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sounds okay. good. Instantly. Yep. Uh, okay, so we, yeah, they keep, keep track. So it's going to be called Retired Nomad or something like that. So people. Yeah, can, well, you know, uh, we're still working on a name. We yeah, yeah. To be, I want it to be not it's just. Not a bad thing. Me. I, yeah. yeah, I want it to be, you know, and this is not, this is not something new. Yeah. The software is something new, mm-hmm. but the idea, people are doing it. Um, yeah. There was a, there was well, a. In the uh, old days, they would go to a travel agent. You know, and right. then they would say, hey, and, I don't know where to go. And, so, and now people are having to do it themselves. Yeah. So right now there are people who have retired mm. instead of going into living with their family or living at uh, a retirement home. They're traveling the world on a suitcase, yeah. living in Airbnbs. Mm. And but they have to plan it themselves. They have mm. to budget themselves. They have to figure all this out. My software is going to do it for them. Yeah, no, that's that's, that's pretty much what it what it's going to be. So we're very excited about it. Um, yeah. I would you know definitely love your listeners mm-hmm. to uh, you know once once these this comes out you know it, you're going to hear about us. So yeah, so uh, we're almost going to get there, and then I'll, I'll put all your contact information in uh, in the show notes, uh, and then people can go in and stay connected with you. And oh. once you do an uh, an announcement that this is ready, then they can go okay. and uh, and sign up. Um, just as we're wrapping up here, so one of your your favorite book you mentioned it earlier today, but let's talk about uh, about that book that you're working on. Yes, yeah, so um, my book that uh, it really changed. It changed not just my what's life. The ti- what's the title again? Do the impossible. Do the impossible. Do the impossible by Jason Dries. Um, I met him and listened to uh, him uh, speak at a GoBundance event uh-huh. in, uh, in Miami. And um, it was either Miami or Salt Lake City. I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Park City, Utah, uh, one mm-hmm. of those. Um, but it is about changing your mindset. It's about believing that your future self is going to be a millionaire living with a purpose. Mm-hmm. If you believe that, you will get there. But most of us don't see ourselves that high or most of ourselves. Well, if I can just make six figures, you know, in the next 10 years, or if I could just get this promotion, then I'll be happy. Or if I can just, no, this is like, you got to think big. It's not incremental. It's no, you got to just say, nope, I am. My future self is going to be wealthy, happy, and doing something that I love doing. Mm -hmm. And I feel that his book, was not really something that I learned new. It was confirmation that I have lived in living my life that way. So yeah. it was it was amazing to hear, oh, I have been doing this right. Yeah. I'm not following the rat race. I'm yeah. I am rebelling against the status quo. Yeah. That's what Jason Books talks about. And I really encourage people to read it because it was a life changer. He has yeah. it available in audiobook. 
I yeah. don't really recommend the audiobook. This is a book that you don't just read to finish. Yeah. This is a book that you read and you apply. You yeah. meditate to it. You learn from it and you try to apply it. It mm -hmm. it seems so unrealistic, but let me tell you, I didn't make I didn't make my millions from realistic things yeah. and yeah. and following the rat race. Yeah. I made it by changing my mindset. Yeah, this is the thing that I didn't like about, you know, I, I worked nine to five as well. And it's just like, you know, there was always this incremental thinking. Oh, if you just go jump through this hoop and go over this wall and stuff like that, I'll nope. give you 3% increase. I'll give you a promotion and stuff like that. It's like, it's impossible. You now want, you want to go. Yeah, you want to yeah. go and say, and it's a completely different thinking as well. And even if you're in business and you're thinking, oh, I want to increase my sales by 5% a year or stuff like that. This is, this is one way of thinking. Right. But if you say, I want to multiply my sales by 10 times what I'm making today, then this is like, this is a completely different thinking that you have to do because yes. you have to think about, I have to change the structure. I have to have like very clearly defined maybe processes and stuff like that. I need to automate more things. And right. It's and a it's completely just, different thinking. Yeah. And it's not just about business is you got to think about, oh, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, the changing your mindset. The book talks about we are magnets. Mm -hmm. We attract who we are. If we're positive, we attract positive energy, positive mm -hmm. people. If yeah. we hang out with wealthy people who have ideas and are positive, then we will become them as well. Yeah. yeah. If we hang around with negative people that are complaining about life constantly and everything goes wrong for them, everything's going to go wrong for us too. Mm -hmm. It's mm -hmm. just the way life is. Mm -hmm. So the book talks about changing our mindset into being positive, into looking at the ultimate top and not looking towards a negative and completely hiding that away. Because if we do, then we're going to have a miserable life. Mm -hmm. We're going to attract negative people in our life, mm -hmm. you know, and that, and that is so important because wealth has a lot to do with that. It has so much to do with that. Yeah. And then, yeah. And also it's just, you live a better life period. I mean, when you're, yes. what you're, what you're working on, I mean, you truly enjoy what you're doing about the retired nomad, about the, uh, the, the building blocks that you're doing. I mean, yep. you are really passionate about what you're doing and inspired by it. It's not, it's not a job. Uh, no, so. <laughs> I don't work. I mean, yeah. I, I said this in San Francisco and I, and I opened a lot of, a lot of people's attention uh, in San Francisco, the, uh, the Go Abundance Champions yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Conference. And in um, uh, Jason Dree's seminar in Austin, I said that I work, at most 15 hours a month, mm -hmm. a month, mm -hmm. because I play the rest of the time. Yeah, yeah. I don't mean that I sit around watching TV. No, yeah. what I'm doing in Colombia right now is not work. Mm -hmm. This is not work. This is so much fun and exciting. Yeah. Work is sitting there having to do the books and, and, you know, accounting and, and, and having to do the tedious stuff, you know, dealing with insurance companies to me, that's work. Oh, so God. 15 hours a, a month, <laughs> That I do. The rest, I'm innovating. I'm yeah. planning. I'm yeah, meeting exactly. people. I'm attracting positive energy. I'm getting people excited about you know these projects. Mm. Yeah, that's yeah. not work at all. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people are looking from the outside into kind of like my my life and probably yours as well, and say, "Well, you, you never stop. You know, you're just constantly working." I said, "I'm not working. This is what I do. Like a, 
I could watch TV, I guess, but that's like, yeah. there's nothing good on TV. And it's like, no, yeah. yeah. And what am I going to do? And a lot of like, us do that. I, a lot of us do that, I believe, because they cope. They're tired. They come mm -hmm. home. You know, society, our jobs, family, friends have taken so much from us. Mm -hmm. By the time we want to come home, we want to just shut our minds off. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We need to change that mindset. Yeah, yeah. We need to say, you know what, 95% I'm going to dedicate to myself. And then what's left over, I'm giving the rest to everyone else. Because mm -hmm. if we don't change ourselves, if we don't, and I don't mean change, I mean, look within ourselves, mm -hmm. right? And get rid of the noise. Yeah. We're not helping anybody. Yeah. We're not helping yeah. our kids. We're not helping our wife. We're not helping our spouses. We're not helping yeah. anybody. We're not helping yeah. our friends. So we got to make ourselves happy first and find our calling. And then mm -hmm. it will change. Mm -hmm. Yep, sounds very good, Mario. It was a pleasure uh, speaking with you. You're really, uh, you know, very passionate, obviously, and your inspiration. I mean, your journey has been absolutely phenomenal. Uh, so, what is the ideal way for people to reach out to you? Um, you know, I mean, we can start uh, with. Uh, I have a new Instagram that I just created. It's like okay. new, new dot okay. beginning. Yeah. Dot okay. Twenty twenty two. Okay, beginning twenty twenty two. Okay, new dot beginning dot twenty twenty two. I think that's the best. I'm gonna start putting a lot of my insp inspiration, a lot of the things, mentoring, coaching, yeah. Yeah. through social media to let people know that it really isn't as hard as we were told that it's hard. Because mm -hmm. I've done it the hard way, and I'm doing it the easy way. And I'm telling you, the easy way is a hell of a lot more fun and a hell of a lot more money. So. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, thank you, Mario, and enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you so much. Have a good one. Take care. Take care. Thank you for listening to Break Away from the Rat Race with your host, Eric Martel. If you want to share your story and experience with our listeners, please message us on Facebook at Break Away from the Rat Race. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel and our podcast on iTunes.